Uh-huh. I know what you're thinking. Is this the booth drafting the circuits? Three-way theater or the Kevin Jackson show? Well, to tell you the truth in all this excitement, I kinda lost track myself here on Hoobazoo.com. So, do you feel lucky, punk? Oscar Mike Radio. Come in. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Sinister One, this is Oscar Mike. I have Ulima Charlie over. Folks, today is Thursday, March 18th, 2017. This is episode 44 of Oscar Mike Radio, coming at you from the city of champions, that is Brockton, Massachusetts. And I'm glad to be with you tonight as we count down to episode 52, which will be one year of me doing this podcast I'm going to start with the question of the week. And the question of the week comes from one of my children's friends. Do I like woodland camo, the kind of camo I wore in the Marine Corps? And my answer is yeah, yeah. I didn't wear desert pattern. I didn't wear some of this new stuff. I don't even know what it's called. I wore what is traditionally known as woodlands, which is the traditional green, black, brown, with a smattering of gray in there sometimes. And it was just a very classic look. Not flashy, not really high speed, low drag in terms of what it did, but it got the job done. I was able to wear it in the desert, which you know, you, you kind of didn't blend in, kind of stuck out like a sore thumb in some parts of the desert we were in, but it was serviceable, it was comfortable, tough, you know, I abused the hell out of mine, pretty easy to maintain. Overall, when I say that, you could put them in the wash and then I spray them down with uh, the starts water solution I had and then ironed them and they were ready for inspection on Monday morning as long as you didn't put too much starch in the concentration. It turned out pretty good. And uh, that was pretty much it. Uh, and when we went to uh, wooded areas like, you know, North Carolina do ops you blended right in you could walk 10 feet in the woods and you know with face paint on and you know the right kind of uh, 
camouflage, you could blend right into the forest pretty easily. It's pretty hard to see you in certain areas. However, in the desert, they were pretty useless. But uh, I had no problems with them. I had no problems maintaining them. I beat the ever-loving hell out of them. You know, we were working on our, our radars and equipment, doing boots and utes runs, doing humps. God knows what else we did. I try to forget some of the things that we did in these things. And again, you, you put them in the wash. I, I used cold water, then took them out and used my uh, starch water solution, and they were fine. So there are plenty of other camo patterns now and different material types, all in to make it uh, tough, easy to use, easy to clean and maintain. But that was my experience with uh, my camis, as we call them in the Marine Corps. So I hope that answers your question, and I appreciate it very much. So now... I'm going to go into the word section of the week. And as we approach Memorial Day, I want to do a spot on stolen valor, which is still kind of a problem in certain areas and with certain people. Uh, what is stolen valor? Stolen valor is pretending like uh, you got medals or accommodations or served in the military when you actually did not. And it is a uh, huge problem, mainly in the Korean War, Vietnam veteran field. And when I say that, these are individuals who went to army surplus stores, military supply stores, and ordered medals, uniform equipment, built a dress uniform, built, um, you know, one of those, you know, wall units with all your service accommodations on it. And then would go out and act like you have served in the military. You claim to have been a prisoner of war. Things like that. And now it's not so bad now. What happens now when someone you know, says, hey, I did this or I did that. It's pretty easy with social media to find out if they're just straight up lying to you. You, know, you say you're with this unit and someone sniffs a bad odor coming off your story. It's, it's not that hard now to find out if you were telling the truth or not. 30, 40 years ago, that's a different story. So what happened was there were people from the Vietnam War claiming... And this is primarily where it's coming from. Not that it doesn't happen in conflicts now, but the bulk of the offenders were from the Vietnam War. They they would, you know, flat out lie about, you know, what had happened to them. 
either that they had served and you know went overseas when they did not or that they had experienced some kind of trauma or, or you know wounded in action overseas and got a war purple hearts or the third the third branch of it if you will were people who did serve they actually served they were either drafted or they enlisted or got their um, you know commission went over to Vietnam and falsely claimed that they got medals when they in fact did not and it's it's a real problem because when you sit there and think that somebody has served their country or got wounded in service to their country and, and you are giving them money or materials or resources, discounts, business deals because you want to give that person a fair shot and then find out that they were lying to you, it really closes out the people who are actually trying to do the right thing. And when I say the right thing, you know, these, these are these are individuals who served didn't make a big huge deal of it you know say they're a veteran and then there's that seed of doubt in the person that you know got lied to and out of all the people I really despise you know when it comes to messing up in the military I have a particular place in my heart for these bastards you know they're worse than thieves to me and when I say thieves I'm talking about the people that would go through your barracks room or through, you know, other equipment and, and appropriate things that weren't theirs. The, these are a special kind of scum as far as I'm concerned. And over time, though, what has happened is with the advent of social media, some of these people get very, very sophisticated. It, it's a lot of units are online now and you can... If you really are motivated, you can track, you know, where that unit is or in the general vicinity. You can use Photoshop to insert yourself on a flight line working on a KC-10 or KC-135. You can sit there and say, well, I'm going here, going there uh, on my Osprey. I, I'm on this submarine over and over and over again, right? That's not too hard to do. And you can come off as very believable because a lot of this stuff, again, you know, there, there's so much stuff on social media and Facebook. It's not hard to build your story. And what I've seen on social media in certain groups, military groups, on Facebook is the primary one is when someone tells a story now that sounds too good to be true, there are individuals out there that will call them out, that will sit there and tell them, look, I don't. I, I was in Fallujah with that unit and I just got a whole bunch of my buddies and we've never heard of you. And what happens next is pretty uh, gratifying. That person will either disappear or get marked and tagged as being a fake. People will get in touch with that person's hometown and call them out. It's a very rewarding thing. And it's prompted other action as well that I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased about the more I read about it. There are stolen valor groups. 
that will go out and hunt down people they think that are uh, bad. But one thing I'm pleased to say that came out of the Obama administration is in 2013, the Stolen Valor Act of 2013 was passed. It had 69 co-sponsors. Uh, co I'll put the link in the blog portion of the Oscar Mike Radio uh, episode recap. And it, 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 it increases the penalties for um, falsifying your service. It also upgraded the one, uh, there was a case in the Supreme Court where uh, it was considered a violation of freedom of speech because the person said, well, hey, I was just expressing myself as this, I identified as as uh, being this person, and, you know, I have a right to say that. Well, the sponsors got together and changed that. And, um, you know, it, it's in the federal criminal code that if you do this and are found out, there are real consequences. So I'm extremely happy about that. It should be a federal offense to falsify your service, to act like you have served when you have not, to pretend like you have taken part of the military experience when you have not. And the thing that I really, really hate is when someone wears a medal or award they did not receive but claim they did. And again, there are several ways you can find this out if you think the story is too good to be true. And I'll have some of the links in, in, in the blog portion again about where to go to do that. There are DOD websites. There are uh, VA websites where if you have enough information, you can find out what that person's all about. You might not get their full service record book, if you will, but you will definitely be able to tell if they served. And if they didn't, you can escalate that, if you'd like, and take appropriate action. And there are steps you can go through to make sure that person is legit. And if they're not legit, you should feel comfortable calling them to account. There are people that have died to serve in the service of our country. And when you have a scumbag like this, I don't care what service they're representing or if they're male or female, it doesn't matter to me. If you sit there and honestly say that you did something and you did not, then you're dead to me. Whatever you say after I find out or someone tells me that person is not who they said they are is irrelevant. I'm done with you. You will never, ever get anything from me ever again. And I'll be sure to pass along in every channel that I have that you're a fraud. I mean, that's how I feel about this. Okay, picking that up, back up. You can also go to a website called StolenValor.com. And this site is run by veterans. And they have stories of people they found out. And you can um, get involved if you want. You can meet the team, you can find out what they're about, and while they're not a law enforcement website, they will certainly see if there's smoke, maybe there's fire. 
And the reason I want to talk about stolen valor now is we're approaching Memorial Day. And again, Memorial Day is about, you know, the respect and honor for the sacrifices men and women have made while serving our country. And it is important not to have that sacrifice diluted by uh, lying scumbags, unsat nasties. I, I could go on and on. Pond scum, you know, carbuncles. I mean, whatever you want to call them. It doesn't matter to me. You lied about your service to our country. You're wearing an award you did not receive. You said you served someplace you did not. I can't trust you. And you shouldn't trust them either. You just shouldn't. And so I'll have some more information in the blog site about Stolen Valor, where you can find out more information about it, kind of what to do if you run into it. And, and sometimes, you know, somebody tells a story and you're not sure and you can call them out and then find out that they're actually telling the truth. I would tell you if something sounds too good to be true, take note of it, go check it out. A lot of units have their own Facebook page. A lot of units have their own, you know, historian. There are plenty of resources military-wide to determine if someone actually served or not. And it shouldn't be that hard for you to figure out if they're telling the truth. And then you act. But, um, again, if someone is telling you some whoppers that seem just to be too more than just embellished sea stories... Or, you know, army stories, whatever you want to say, and you want to find out more about it, well, then you can go to StolenValor.com. You can go to uh, the, the VA has some resources. The Department of Defense has some resources, and you can get some more information. So that is my, my word of the week. Um I don't know anybody who has ever done that around me. I just know what I'm going to do if it's ever pointed out to me. And if you think somebody sounds too good to be true and you want some uh, advice, I can at least point you in the right direction. And for those of you who are saying you're something that you're not, I hope you never cross my path. And that's my word of the week, and thank you very much. My unit shout-out of the week goes to the, the staff and executive leadership of the New England Center and Home for Veterans. Last week, they had the ribbon-cutting ceremony for their new building renovation. It needed help. It was an old bank that was converted to a homeless shelter and then converted to a center and it was a huge undertaking to get it done and, and one of the things that they were able to do during this construction which took 18 months a little over 18 months was they were able to complete the, the construction without interrupting any service to veterans and when you consider what that means and how that works it's pretty special that they were able to do that and if you go through the facility or see what they're doing on their website, it's pretty special. They're going to be able to take care of veterans 
nationwide. They're, they're, they're based in Boston. They're in downtown Boston. But you don't have to be from the greater Boston area to receive services. You can be a veteran from anywhere, come to the center, and they can either help you with housing, employment, education, training. There are a, a, a lot of resources for veterans, homeless or not. So my hat's off to them. That was a, a, a huge undertaking to see. And the new space looks nice. And I, I'm hoping that they can continue their mission of helping our veterans. So hats off to you all. Thank you very much. Uh, the complaint department did not weigh in this week, except to say that um, they weren't very happy with what happened to uh, that to Huey and they were very happy uh, and, and, and really proud of the way uh, Mason Crossland from Justice for Huey came across on the podcast last week for episode 43. As much as they'd like to complain and they whine, they moan, they gripe, they were like, you know, this is, you know, one of those stories that we just love because this guy took something that was a challenge to him a bow to him and is turning it around and making it something that he can use to help other veterans. And again, while what happened to Huey, Huey was killed by his uh, owner, Mariana Rollins, and then she committed suicide after um, you know she was released from jail on bail. Uh, Mason and Heidi have created a Facebook page armed with nothing more than cell phones and laptops. And, and really gotten some awareness for not only Huey, but also for the role animals can play with helping veterans with PTSD. And I'm just all about anything that can help a vet recover or, or live with the effects of PTSD. And, and, you know, again, Mason and Heidi are just victories to me, and um, I'm hoping that... Uh, they can continue on with what they do and raise more awareness about animal therapy for veterans. So there are a lot, there are a lot of upcoming events for veterans on in and around Memorial Day. Uh, I got my VA hookup who sent me the calendar and, and there's just way too many to list, not only on this podcast this week, but also on the website, I, I would need you know, entire pages set up for everything that's going on. But I will have in the website this week a, a link to uh, where you can find out what's going on. One of the things I did want to shout out, though, is um, one of my friends who owns a CrossFit. Her name is Corinne, and she owns CrossFit Turf in Norton, Massachusetts. I want to say May 26th, they're having a, a a special WAD, which stands for Workout of the Day. They're doing MRF. And I'm a weightlifter. I'm not a CrossFitter, so I don't understand all the terminology, but it's some kind of workout to recognize the Navy SEAL that was killed. And I guess CrossFitters typically do that workout over Memorial Day. And they're going to kind of have a, a, a special session for this workout. So if you're interested in checking it out, 
check out uh, CrossFit Turf online or on Facebook and tell them that uh, Travis from Oscar Mike Radio sent you. So that is pretty much it for this week. I want to thank everybody for checking it out. You can find me, uh, Travis, at OscarMikeRadio.com. That's my email. My website is OscarMikeRadio.com. That is OscarMikeRadio.com. I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat, although I don't have Snapchat quite figured out yet, but I'm trying. Now, the point is you can get a hold of me if you want to get a hold of me and talk about anything or make me aware of what's going on. There's a lot coming down the uh, highway this year for me to talk about with people, and I, I'm loving it, and I'm enjoying it, and the feedback's great, good and bad. The good feedback is great. The feedback uh, that's not so great forces me to improve and raise my game, which is what I'm all about. So this is episode 44. Thank you very much for your time, and I will see you next week. This is Travis with OMR, out. Oscar Mike Radio, over and out. Oscar Mike Radio, do you copy? Turns to one actual, I have you five by five. Anchors away, my boys, anchors away. Farewell to college joys, we sail at break of day. Our last night has shore, dreaming to the foe. Oscar Mike Radio is in route. Copy that, Sinister One. Coming at you from the city of champions, Brockton, Massachusetts. Come in, Oscar Mike Radio. Oscar Mike Radio. Veteran in action. On the move, on mission, always. Off we go.